When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, all. Welcome to Friday and Hills. Welcome to the Golden Age, they're calling it. What have we got, Patty? The Prime Minister up here today to sign one of the most significant contracts in Queensland's history. Yeah. Well, it's all around the Olympics in 2020, in 2032. And Vanessa just said $7 billion, but that's all up, isn't it? Yeah, that's what this deal is, is worth. The state government could sort of go halves in that. Well, it looks like that uh, the government, the federal government, are going to contribute about three point four. So remember, Scomo said he'd go fifty fifty, yeah. And then uh, Albo comes in and they backed away from it a little bit. Hang on a yeah. minute, let's wait. Let's yeah. just have a look at this. And uh, it looks like it's going to be pretty much close to fifty fifty on the seven billion dollar spend. But uh, it's all about to happen today. And as I said, uh, according to the paper and their exclusive report there today, that. Uh, Anastasia Palaszczuk, the Premier, is calling it the, you know, basically, welcome to the golden age. It's going to include the GABA rebuild. So they're talking 2.7 for that. But they're saying that that's why these negotiations have been so protracted, that the state government will probably go alone on that, because that is going to be controversial, as we know, Heels. It's going to encompass the school, East Brisbane State School, uh, Pineapple Park, as we know it, where they're talking that that could be the training venue. They're still talking the that? Venue. Yeah, Don't well, know. they're talking Raymond Park. I guess that's Pineapple Park, as we know it, isn't it, in behind the Pineapple Hotel there? Well, I don't know, but I'll look that up for us. Here's mm. the big thumbs up from Jackie, our producer. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think there might be some houses that need to be reclaimed there. Yes, that's, that's what they're saying. So basically, it looks like the state government will go ahead with that because uh, there are res- uh, expected resumptions of that East Brisbane State School and around Raymond Park. So the, the mm. feds apparently didn't really want to get their hands dirty on that. Yeah, okay. That's mm. a good good solution um, because, you know, Queensland government can prove the benefits to Queensland mm. and and uh, not so importantly uh, maintain the votes. And we're going to get Brisbane Arena. So that's the, the Brisbane Live site as proposed by a great mate of ours, Harvey Lister, who's a, a real visionary. Looks big. Yeah, $2.5 billion spend on that. So it looks like the federal government will come in and fund that one. Uh, that's a 17,000-seat arena. 2.7 for the GABA rebuild. And then they've got a further 1.8, which will upgrade existing facilities and build the smaller facilities needed around it. So the $7 billion looks to be, hopefully, that's it. That, that That's going to be the, the total spend needed on the infrastructure. Um, and then... You know, naturally, uh, there's, there's talk about how much did the Fed spend in Sydney. But that was near a quarter of a century ago. Federal spend, as uh, Vanessa told us in the news, was about $150 million. So uh, things have gone what up a bit What was domestic spend? What was New South Wales government on that? Don't know. Yeah, yeah. don't know what they spent on well, that. They, they built the Olympic Stadium for it, though, didn't they? Uh, yes. Well, that's... So the state government paid for yeah, the Yeah, but lot. it was a quarter of a century ago. Yeah, but the state government must have paid for the lot. They must it would have, have been at least $1 billion, wouldn't yeah. it? Or, uh, you know, $800 million. Mm-hmm. Um, So, um, well, as I said to you yesterday, if we get that uh, warm-up track in Pineapple Park, mm-hmm. how great is that? An inner-city um, 
facility like that for schools and clubs to come yeah. and use for all sorts of training and tournaments and championships. It'll be incredibly good. Hopefully they they have a decent grandstand set up that we could all maybe buy mm. tickets to watch the warm up track. That would be I think we're probably I think we're probably preaching to the converted are here, aren't we, with our listeners. They're obviously all sports fans if they're listening to this show, but what do you think? Seven million. Uh, seven billion. Seven billion, I should say. Seven million, let's go. <laughs> you say it quickly, don't you? It goes in a heartbeat. Uh, Brighton Homes Open Line, what do you think of the spend? 13, 13, 55. They're going to announce it today. The PM's on his way to Brisbane. Text line is 0467 736 736. Dimmy's already been on the line. I'll talk about that a little later on. We will talk racing with Sammy Highland this morning because Chris Nelson's taking a weekend off. Uh, we've also got your great mate, well, our great mate, Darren Lehman's going to join us to preview the second test. He's been pretty outspoken as well uh, yes. in the lead-up to this. Yeah, well, he, he knows the, the preparation was deficient and uh, that he you know, was mm. in the driver's seat once before. And so uh, he knows exactly what they needed and they probably will be better off for the second test, which starts today, because they've had a lead-up game now. Yeah. Just happened to be the first test. <laughs> well, that old uh, globetrotter, Jared Waitley, has now made his way from... Where's he now? Well, he's been to the Super Bowl. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's now in Delhi. So he's yeah. he's done a, a, an extended interview with the Australian skipper, and we'll play that after 7 o'clock this morning. But we also have, as I said, the former Australian uh, coach in Darren Lehman joining us uh, with his forthright views on how we're going to improve. Uh, Cummins giving nothing away at his press conference yesterday. He was the only thing he did say was that Warner will play, and you can try and sort out the rest. The, you, you suspect that they're trying to sort out the rest. Leave that to us, Paddy. Yeah, with the, <laughs> with the fitness of, uh, of Green and Stark. Yeah, I, t- I did see some vision of Stark bowling, and he did look good. Yeah. Uh, and so I'd reckon he'd be ready to play. They're talking about he had mm. a couple of different spells in the one day, in the one session, and they were waiting for it to see how it pulled up. They'd know by now, and uh, but yeah, hopefully he can play because they're, they're talking. If Green plays, Stark could have another rest. I don't think that's right. Stark's value is running down the right-handers off stump wicket for our off spinners. So even if he's not bowling particularly well, he he hasn't got a lot to beat from the first test. As he Cummins and Boland didn't really crack through, so we've got to play Stark at any cost. Yeah, you've been on that bandwagon right the way through, and uh, you've will be incredulous and if, if Stark yes, doesn't it, play. They were going to play Green. People I've been reading, Green in, Kuhneman in, mm. no Stark. So that leaves us Green and Cummins with the, with the new ball. I think I think that's a good idea, but just not, not this test. Mm. We've got to get used to bowling in test matches with three spinners and the second quick not being a superstar. So that's good. Uh, the Matildas were good overnight, weren't they, Penny? They yeah. beat Czechoslovakia 4-0, having started quite slowly. Yeah, and uh, the coach, Tony Gustafson, uh, he didn't take a whole heap of uh, blame for it. Uh, not blame. Credit. Kudos. kudos yeah. yeah. He was uh, he was passing that on to his skipper because they were a little bit sluggish in the first half. This was the start of the Nations Cup, which is an important build-up to the World Cup. But they put them away. So uh, here's the Matilda's coach. 
I'm, I'm going to be honest, this is exactly why we wanted this game. This could have been Ireland in an opening game in a World Cup, you know, maybe 80,000 in the stands, not getting that goal, maybe stress and frustration kicks in. We knew how well organized this team were. So we spoke about in halftime, no stress, it's going to open up in the second half. And we also spoke about game changer, even before the game. Hey, sometimes we need to break them down first and then get energy and game changer in to win the game. So I'm really proud how the players responded in halftime. And it's actually not me, it's Sam. Her halftime talk was amazing. That's good, eh? Yeah, apparently Sam Kerr was really passionate at halftime, got them revved up. But the one that I wanted to point out, Hills, our Queenslander, Claire Polkinghorne. Yeah, 152. Yeah, record-breaking 152nd match. We all know she's a defender, but she managed to score a goal as well. So good on you, Claire. 4-0 last night. Not sure. How did you get up there, Claire? (laughs) Um, Yeah, she's been extremely good for the Raw as well as uh, Australia. I thought Gustafsson was going off her. A little bit, and mm. and uh, hopefully she's uh, reinvented herself, and she can play through these this next big tournament and the World Cup. That'd be great. She'll put a put a real uh, gap between her and a next most playing, uh, you know, person. Now there's a couple of naysayers read the golden age. Uh, I've got a text here on the uh, the Already? text line oh four six seven seven three six seven three six. The cost overruns on the Gava redevelopment will be enormous, shutting down three key roads. For at least two to three years, access issues, combined space issues, will be untenable trying to live in a nearby apartment building for the duration of the redevelopment. I love the Gabba, but trying to turn it into a 60,000-seat mega stadium, well, I don't know whether 60,000 mega seat is... Uh, we, well, look, we need a new stadium, Hills. Yep. You know, we, it's old and it's tired, the Gabba. It has to be done and there's going to be some pain. Yeah, 50 it's going to go to. Yeah. Not it's 60, but... Yeah. Uh, Yes, and that's all we need I'm, in this town, in yeah, this city. That's right, and we we fill that probably four times a year, yeah. maybe at best. Um, so yes, yeah, there'll be some pain. I don't. It'll be very interesting to see the design, the traffic design, and how they're going to do it. They're going to enter the ground from one one way, either Vulture or Stanley, one at a time, mm. or they're going to do it all from inside or underground. Mm. Mm. They've got to dig it out, haven't they? They've got to yeah. dig it out and put something underneath, I'm sure, maybe a tunnel to that Raymond Park, wherever that is. Raymond I haven't looked Park. it up yet, yeah, Paddy. No, no, we, we think that's Pineapple. It's, it's got to be Pineapple Park. I so mean, the tunnel could go anywhere. Yeah, so, and then, you know, get all your equipment in and build from the inside out. Mm. be very interesting. I know the police station, you know, the initial police station that's on the western end of the Gabba, you know, closest to the city, yeah. that, that's, that's in the way too. But they've got to they've got to maintain that and use it for something, uh, just like That'd the school buildings. Listed, it? Yeah, it's heritage like yeah. the school building, and the big walkway, the big concourse coming from uh, Cross River Rail going into the Gabba goes next door, and it and it goes over the top of the practice facilities right. of the cricketers. Love so, to know what you think. I mean, there's going to be massive changes around this city in the next few years, but when you host an Olympic Games, that's that's one of the legacies, or otherwise, whatever you think. Brighton Homes open line, 13 13 55. Text line, 0467 736 736. We, got on, we sidestepped the cricket a little quickly. Oh, did because, we? Because, well, there's a couple of other things now. The Aussies are 0 and, or 3 and 0. 
at the uh, Women's T20 World Cup in South Africa. Ten oh, wicket hammering. Just another play of the match award into the family, Paddy. <laughs> <laughs> Ten wicket hammering of uh, Sri Lanka last night. They're only chasing 113. So Alyssa and uh, and Beth Mooney, who had a slowish start to this campaign, but we knew it wouldn't take long before her to come good. Both unbeaten half centuries. Alyssa Healy, yes, taking out player of the match. So that was uh, another easy one. They're just, oh boy, they're good, aren't they? When they they play the big tournaments, they just keep rolling on to our Aussie women. They've got a lot up their sleeve too. And the uh, other one, I, I just thought. think it's been very low scoring over there. I wonder, you know, you don't want to get into the semi-final and have to chase 170 all yeah. of a sudden. But uh, we've got we've got the goods to do that. Mm. But will we have the form and the experience of this recent experience? So South Africa, our next game could be tough. Mm-hmm. And they are baseball. It just rolls yeah. on. So Did you it, know England were in New Zealand? No. Me either. <laughs> <laughs> and I they're do now. in a test. Day one, <laughs> first of two tests. So England have declared on day one, nine for 325. It's worked out. I think it gave, they gave themselves about 18 overs to have a crack. So do you think, did you hear that, did they lose play? So 58 overs. What they batted for and declared at 325. He, he, Baz told the tail to throw the bat and yeah. get out if you have to, but hit out or get out. And uh, 325 is enough, in you come. And then they only left 18 overs. So that's about 20 overs missing there. Yeah. So New Zealand can't be 20 overs short of their over eight. So Brooke was going for his fourth straight century. He finished with 89. Uh, ben Duckett, 84. Most of them got. Most of them got into double figures. Uh, Zach Crawley, the only one with uh, up top with four. It's a very depleted New Zealand attack. The two yeah. big injuries. Southie was leading it, I think. Yeah, he finished with two for 71. Neil Wagner got four for 82. But yeah, the nine for 325 off their 58 or 58 overs. And then uh, they throw on the Kiwis in late in the day, and they're three for 37, including Kane Williamson, yeah. Jimmy Anderson. The old Marvel, seven overs, four maidens, two for 10. Bowling with the pink ball at the right time. So yeah. it was a timed declaration to suit that sort of yeah. swing and seam. So much on the show today. Plenty of rugby league to talk about as well. Bo Fumo is going to join us from the Titans, but it's a big weekend of trials, including the World Club Challenge. They're talking about really, really high temperatures. Uh, up near 39 for that. They've dropped the match back 50 minutes already. They've allowed another player on the bench. So there Mm. there could be dramas around that World Club challenge.